The Rigger Gambling Feed is back every Monday. Join myself, Joe House, Raheem Palmer, and John Jaszewski for East Coast Bias. Sunday's action recap and our favorite bets for Monday Night Football. Then on Tuesday, we got the Roster Diamond Show where I'll break down everything you need to know in the betting world. Plus, the East Coast Bias Boys will be back on Thursday to help you get your betting card sorted ahead of all the NFL action. And then on Fridays, it's me back with Warren Sharp, deep diving into the analytics. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Mike, are you ready? Hold the microphone in front of oh you. Oh my God. Make it stop. Precious little time. I sat down. Oh, that stupid music. It's we're, okay. We're busy bees, boy. We gotta log get going. In. Hang on. J-E-S-S-E. I have to log into my laptop again. Dude, you know you're lit. Never mind. J-E-S-S-E. <laughs> uh, guys, welcome to the show. It's Monday, and we are we got a big show because we again, this is the last week for a while. I think we're only gonna have a one episode week. Or is next week a one-episode week? Are we doing one on Tuesday or no? I can't remember how we decided that. Yes. Okay. I think. Oh, yeah, because next day, I forgot we're on the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're doing um, it. We're recording. <laughs> this is it. Uh, but send. No matter what, uh, this will be the only one this week, but we do have a guest joining us in just uh, like five minutes. What is, next one is a holiday. Martin uh, Luther King? Yeah, that's why I was Martin saying Luther King, are we doing, if we wanted to do on Tuesday. We'll definitely, of course, be doing the Thursday episode as normal next week. So no week, Thursday this week. Next I, week, I don't think Tuesday. we plan to do a Monday episode. So it may just be. We're not doing Monday for sure. Yeah. Everything's closed. Yeah, I just mean like an early week. But I do Tuesday next week. Okay, well, we can, if if it works out, then we'll just do Tuesday. It all depends on when the 100th episode is. It's our last episode here under that's, the current contract. That's it. Well, we're mid-February. If at the very latest, we know we'll be running through then. Uh, or I'm sorry, the very earliest, right? How does that work? At the very least, we're going to go that. Thank you. Yeah, neither one of what you said made any sense to anybody. <laughs> no, it's made a lot of sense. <laughs> um, let's get on to topics because we actually have a lot of fun stuff to talk about, including a guest, Mike Giardi from the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, you you may see him on ESPN occasionally. He'll do a little quick pop in talking. BSJ. Boston Sports. He'll be joining us here. Mm, four minutes countdown. Then we also have just another a number of topics that are related to the card world. 
I have some stories. You've got some things specifically you want to talk about with NBA following up on the NFL being out for the most part in the next few weeks. Don't screw the pooch and give away my idea. Also, I got to say this. Nice little win. Mistakenly shipped a package to the wrong person. We ship about 200 packages a week. Occasionally, you screw the pooch. We send it to the wrong guy. And I was like, hey, put it on the Facebook groups. If somebody finds this card... It was a Jackson Cherry RPA. I remember too. seeing that. Thinking, it cost me a couple. That's I, not happening. I knew it was going to happen. Mikey D comes through in the mix. Too. I gave the dude twenty five bucks as a thank you, but yeah, worked out great. Guy's name that's was really Jeff cool. Gordon. No, the guy's the guy was missing it. Well, Jeff Gordon NASCAR? is a well. Jeff Gordon is a NASCAR guy. Jeff Gordon's also a C level person at at Fanatics. I don't was think it's it? either one of them though. Oh, okay. There's some dude <laughs> in New Jersey. Um, Very pleasant, by the way. So, with that in mind, I I did want to just say one thing before we get to the interview. What's the time? I am not happy, and yet I am happy. I I, I have a very mixed emotions. But what? On Thursday's episode, we did the you know our PWCC oh. weekly review, and those Back to the Future cards. Oh, the I don't. Autos? Did they I sell don't super know high? if they would have done quite as high. Maybe maybe they still would have. It is so annoying because I kept raising my max bid. I started out at one fifty, bumped it up to two fifty. I was going as high as three hundred and fifty dollars on some of those. They. I think the high, the biggest one sold for like six hundred, then like four fifty and five fifty, something like that. It was very upsetting. I'm very happy to whoever won them because I had actually uh, multiple people reach out to me asking, like, "Hey, which one were you bidding on?" I don't want to like you know get up in your space about it, but I'm hoping one of them won won one of those cards. Very, they were very cool. Obviously, a very was, rare thing. You what don't was see the cheapest one? I'm sorry, the card that went for the cheapest amount. Uh, let's see. It was, you don't have a handy. it was $280 for the, it was the, uh, what's the one? Horizontal card, the oh. one that's on the side. I wanted the movie post. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I did too. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Joke's on but you. I'm happy for you guys. Obviously, there's a fan. There's a fan base out there. Um, did you want to hit anything before we go to the interview? Play the sound. Is he here? No. Play the sound. I want to hear the sound. I did. A, I ended last week's show with this. Oh, you want to go ahead and, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to know. It. Let me see if I recall this. This was end of last episode. I am pretty sure I said the NFC is staying the same. Mike had several strong takes. We'll have about, to pause this a little bit. Where we go? Go ahead. About NFL this this last. I'm hoping weekend. I get the gloot. My prediction's about to come true. Oh, this I forgot. I had three weeks. Stupid cold. Oh my god. Terrible sound. No. Josh Allen's going to go on a tear. True. Miami's going to slide. True. If Buffalo wins, they become the two seed. True. Three for three. We're we're going to find out. Oh, I have a couple of predictions. Save them for the show. All right. I'm going Here we go. real fast. Shut your face. Why are You're you fine. doing this right now? We just ended the, the show. The Texans are beating the Colts. Yep, happened. Which means they will lock up a wild card because I think Jacksonville is going to win as well and stay in for the division. Four out of five. That did not happen. The Bucks are going to route the Panthers. Yeah. They will win they, their division. They beat them. They didn't route them. The I mean, pa- they Packers beat the points. Bears. Packers get it, which is great because Jordan Love is playing awesome. Called it's a good it. young team. Wow. Happy John will be a happy man. Six Browns seven. or Bengals. I don't know if the Browns are actually playing for anything, so I'm not sure. I haven't paid attention there. The Rams, I think, will beat the Niners because I think the Niners are— Although I think the Rams are just Win, locked in barely, at the six yeah. seed no matter Seven what. I think <laughs> that is the team you do not want to see. So if you're the three seed, you're going to play the sixth seed. That's wrong. Right, because two right. will play seven, three will play six, the one gets to buy. Oh, three plays six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that is over. not much of a freaking reward. I'm telling you, the Rams are a weird team. They are good enough when they're clicking to beat anybody, and I've seen them— I like this. 
I did the actual rankings one through seven. Say, do you want to go? I want to get to that part. So far, I am killing it. Aside right. from those stupid Jags. All right, let me let me skip ahead. What a trash bag team they are, by the way. I was at the game yesterday. Great seats. Oh yeah. Freaking Titans. How'd that go, by the way? Titans was that fun? Demolished them. It was oh, great. Yeah. It was club level, so it was a bunch of like good food up there, not a bunch of lines. Not Hello. bad. All right. Take that information for more than just a uh, hmm. thought or opinion. Just be aware that that's okay. And the Bucks last week. Oh, here we go. Shared with me of his winner thoughts have not been correct. So just think about. That. I don't I think was, the Niners. I'll go ahead and admit I was I was wrong for calling you out for being wrong. We buried, you were right. We buried the hatchet. We're fine. <laughs> Move on. Oh, man, I want to give you my whole one through seven. Here we go. Cards, I can see nonsense. You, I can see you bailing out on the show. We have. We're going to talk all Monday on on Monday. It's, it's After NFL. the fact. It's NFL stuff. Yeah, great. I'm going to do a prediction. Okay, here you go. Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, Jags, Browns, Dolphins. Literally six out of seven. I got the Steelers good. and the Jets. That's it. I got because the, the Steelers are the seven. I literally got the one t- the one team I got wrong. And then one more. One more. Texans. One okay. through seven. Can I take the exact opposite? I got <laughs> yeah. six out of sure, seven. Jets Wait, league. that means I only got one out of seven. Holy Man, that's good. Okay. I, I think I'm dead on the NFC. I think I said the straight seven. Let's see. The freaking Patriots, you clown. Yes. Next. <laughs> Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Bucks, Eagles, Rams, Packers. One through seven in the NFC <laughs> will not change. 13 of oh. 14. Not too shabby. That's actually pretty good. Bro. We can call the show right now. I've already packed it on this thing. Yeah. I don't no, care. You don't need to do I was else. right. Goodbye. <laughs> see you Thursday. No, we won't this see you Thursday. I was right. See you Tuesday. All right, we can go ahead and bring Mike on to talk more NFL, see how it actually impacts. Mike Giardi. Oh, my God. How the heck are you, sir? I can't believe my eyes. Well, actually, can you even see us right now? Like, you may only see our hands. I see your hands. Okay, yeah. go to the— Taking up the whole screen, that freaking mitt he has. <laughs> go to the top right corner of is our window. Is that Rob window. Gronkowski waving? Who is go. that? <laughs> no, I'd the be Jimmy doing— Deans? If it was me, it would be an AARP commercial. Dude, you could work for Hamburger Helper. Put on a white glove. <laughs> all right, top right corner, hit the little expand button. You'll see all of us. Can you, you see that? This is gold, by the way. Usually we cut this part up. We can leave it today. Oh, we're, we're on the air right now. Oh, yeah. No, Mike, I don't see that, but let's just, let's just run with it. Mike came with the fire today. All right. Well, we'll get to see all I'm gonna of you. I'm going to be intolerable. Well, in, there it is. I will be intolerable today, Mike. I was 13 oh, of... He got yeah. it. He sees He us. sees it. Get Gio with the hat on backwards. This is my gloating outfit. I was 13 of 14 with my predictions. I'm on wow. fire. Actually, pretty good. Yeah. Even Jesse had to admit it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> All right. I don't like that, but it was good. Where are we starting off here? Well, Mike, right. how have you been? It's been months. Yeah. It's been a year. Yeah, it has been. I'm doing all right. How are you guys? Fantastic. Doing good. Is this the same? This is the same setup I see you on when you do like a, a spot like on ESPN or something. Oh, yeah. Kid it? in the background with the jersey, number 17, Josh yeah. Allen. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Now, tell us right now, first off, you have a bias. When we're talking NFL going forward, everyone needs to know you have a bias towards the. Patriots, is this is this correct? What? And that is my that is the team that I cover. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, with that said, who's winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> the 49ers. Really? Okay. So I think too. Yeah. Really? Okay. I don't want to share my take yet because I'm so smoking hot. I don't want people to copy me. <laughs> you 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 yeah. do a little collecting yourself, right, Mike? I do. Mike's in the hobby. Are you buying any QBs, any running backs, anybody of value? No, you know what? Because of the market and the way the market has been, Jesse, I kind of been quiet for the last three months or so. But I did start spinning off some stuff that I didn't even remember that I had. I had a couple of Joe Flacco rookie cards I dealt Sheesh. off. David Njoku, sure. a bunch of rookie stuff, numbered stuff for him that 
when they popped off against the Jets a few weeks ago, I sold those off. But, but generally, I've been pretty quiet. Okay, very cool. I've not seen Mike in my Fanatics live streams, I can tell you that. He used to join me on Facebook. Has not made the switch. I'll get, I'll get there. Look, we, we had to get through this season. This season is, has been a journey, for sure. That... At this point, though, you are going to have a lot of takes on on Patriot stuff. Do you have any hot takes for any non Patriot football team? What kind of questions are these? You're boxing uh, him. This in. isn't Jesse. Is this a lead-in question to what we were texting about? It is. That's what I'm doing, Michael. Sometimes there's plans ahead of what you're thinking. Boxing in your brain. him in. Um, I I may or may not uh, want you to tell me more of what your thoughts were on the Titans. I don't like it, but I'd like to hear it. So for about a month now, Jesse, there's been sort of rumblings circulating that maybe the Patriots, if you were to move on from Bill Belichick, that their their number one prize would be Mike Vrabel. Absolutely. Mike Vrabel's still under contract with Tennessee for a couple of years, but as you guys know, the last year and a half, not been awesome in Tennessee. So there may be something to work out here. I think that definitely is something that perhaps the ownership here with the Patriots, they just had Vrabel in a couple months ago for the Hall of Fame. I don't know. There are probably some conversations there, even though that would be considered tampering. I mean, I'm just speculating, but he was in the building with the craft. Who knows? Well, he was in the building. It looks like Belichick is probably a short timer here. I'd like to see this. I I like Vrabel. At this point in the Northeast, is this the consensus? Is is Belichick out? I hope so. Oh, God. So it it appears that way. They're supposed to meet, actually. This is Monday. They're supposed to meet Monday with ownership, craft and ownership. I mean, craft and Belichick. we talked to Bill earlier this morning, and he had some stuff about talking about, hey, look, it's disappointing, but I'm still under contract. I wanted to remind us of that, whether that's drawing battle lines with ownership or not. I don't know. And he even suggested that maybe he'd be willing to give up personnel, which he handles all of that. He's with the GM and the head coach. Um, look, he, he coaches with his two sons here. His son, Stevens, the defensive coordinator. His son, Brian, the safety. He certainly... It's 24 years of building up this organization the way he wants it. I think it would be hard to go somewhere else, but four years of fairly unproductive football here where they've been a below 500 team for three of those four years, I mean, it's time is up. I mean, it's 71 going on 72. All right. What does that say? Or I mean, there's it may not have any correlation, but what about Mac Jones? Oh, uh, Mac Jones is done. Done, done here, at least. Okay. I'd be stunned if they brought him back. He's got one more year left in his contract. He could pick up the fifth-year option this offseason, but no one's going to do that because for the last two years, he just hasn't been very good. We also talked to him on Monday, and he was like, look, I know I disappointed a lot of people, but I still believe in myself. Uh, get back to, as he said, get back to being Mac. He referred to himself in the third person. I just suspect that that's going to happen. It's going to happen somewhere else. I can appreciate that. You know, got to get back to basics, maybe. I, 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 I hate to see somebody that young just be like, oh, well, yeah, what does he do now? Go sell insurance? Like, well, I mean, he needs some money at least, but he's ter- he is not a starter. Yeah, he's here's the other thing. You got the number three pick in the draft. How do you rebuild? I love Belichick's the greatest coach of all time, but how do you let Bill make the number three pick, which I, I would hope is a quarterback, although the Patriots love to trade down and get a bunch of linemen for some reason. If you're drafting a quarterback, though, I would think you bring in the, the coach of the future to groom that next quarterback. I would yeah, hope. well, I mean, what's hard about doing that, Mike, if, if you keep Bill, Bill has a shelf life now. And we're right. not talking about 60-year-old Bill or 55-year-old Bill or even 65-year-old Bill. We're talking 71 going on 72. So how many more years does he have left? And if you bring in a new quarterback, you kind of want to have some continuity and consistency there in the program and the head coach. Part of one of the next things here, if you want to look back and make excuses for him, is 
He's had three offensive coordinators in three years. Yeah. That's kind of how you ruin quarterbacks. Go back in history and look at some of the uh, first-round picks that haven't panned out. And a lot of the reason why is because head coach goes, offensive coordinator goes, constantly changing things. They need stability. They need a program where they can build off instead of learning anew every single year. Um, so let's pivot from Northeast for just a second. Tell us any any QBs that you are high on going into the playoffs or the wild card. Yeah, honestly, I, I I would say Flacco. Like this is really? kind of crazy because he's old. Yeah. And so normally you say like his feeling is we already know what it is, but Cleveland is sneaky dangerous. He's been playing awesome. And they, they actually sat him down to get him rested for the postseason. Something we never would have said six weeks ago. Um, and I, like I said, I had a low end Flacco rookie card. And I was like, oh, I think I have this. And I went through my, I put it up, sold within an hour. Wow. No, no, I didn't break the bank on it, but it was like really quick. People are paying attention to that sort of thing. So he's someone where I think the market depressed so much that if you're hanging on to yourself and it's not part of your PC, I think you could probably prop it up for a good little profit right now. Hey, Mike, let me ask you this. I actually think the AFC this year is as wide open a, a conference as I've, I, at least in recent history. I think the Ravens are the best team in football, but I've never seen Lamar win a big playoff game. I think the Bills are the best and the worst team any given week in football. Kansas City's weird. I still tend to think KC's coming out of the AFC because they got Mahomes, but this is a different team. Houston, Cleveland, and Miami, I have no clue about. I think they could all win or lose to anybody. Steelers, I don't think I have a shot to win a game. Like, if you had to pick a team coming out of the AFC right now, that's this has been my struggle with buying cards. I don't know who to spend money on because I legit think, I think Buffalo's beating the Steelers. I think they're going to route the Steelers. No TJ Watt. Other than that, I mean, I think KC beats the Dolphins, but what if Tyreek Hill has 9,000 yards receiving like he's capable of? Yeah. And I don't know who to no, pick it, in the Browns-Texans game. It's totally like, I think four or five weeks ago, I would have said, all right, start buying some Tua, get ready for this run where they're going to probably be the number two seed, maybe the number one seed, and they've fallen off, and he hasn't played that great. Uh, Lamar is a great one because they still think that there is, maybe from a hobby perspective, and you can speak to this better than I can, but like still sort of like waiting like he's Absolutely. good, he's really good. Yep. He's probably going to be the MVP, but there's not, there hasn't really been a bump off of that. I actually have a fair amount of Lamar stuff. Um, but if they don't take it to the Super Bowl and don't win it all, then I think maybe he just sort of stays where he is right now. And that's sort of in a weird place where it's not viewed in the same tier as a Burrow is or Mahomes is, but certainly has put up the numbers this year to be the MVP. Yeah, because that's weird, too. Like, if if they win one playoff game this year, at least one, so they go to the AFC Championship, I'm not sure who else in the league right now has a better resume than him aside from, well, obviously Rodgers, but he's not playing right now, but aside from Mahomes. Like, that would be yeah. two MVPs for a kid who's, what, 26? Yep. Like, that's what I mean. But if they, but I also think, I mean, just just playing the numbers here. I think Buffalo's going to win. I'm going to, I'll say KC win. So, like, best case scenario, they get to play the Texans or the Browns. I actually think the Texans or the Browns could beat Baltimore. I don't think they will, but I don't know. Joe Flacco, I've seen go on crazy runs. And if Flacco goes, like, returns home, I guess I could just see this whole storybook ending. Flacco returns to the NFL after doing God knows what with some egregious facial hair like my co-host has. <laughs> and he rides back into Baltimore and just like as a final send-off, he wins a game in Baltimore. I don't think that's that, that far-fetched. I don't think it is either. Like, of, you, of the four teams that you mentioned, the, the back tier of that, they're, to me, the best of that group. And if you told me three weeks now, four weeks now, whatever it is, that they were in the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be shocked. That's because I think wild. there's enough talent there on offense yep. to be respectable. 
and Flacco certainly lit a fire under them. But then defensively, I think they're kind of they're a monster. Miles Garrett, speaking of which, random card I found in his rookie card number, put that on, sold it within an hour. So just like weird things are sort of selling right now. But yeah, I, I Cliff is dangerous. Very dangerous. I just like, I, I do. I can't, So the only guy I would buy right now in the AFC, the only person I'm buying, and it's on short term because I'm selling it during the week, is Josh Allen. I think they're going to smoke the Steelers. But after that, I also know Buffalo well enough now that if they play great, I think next week when they play Kansas City at home, if that's how it falls, they're going to get beat by 97 points. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how I just, but I would buy yeah. Allen in the short term. I can't buy Mahomes because he's priced to win the Super Bowl. And I don't know what to do with the Browns. So I, I do. I think the AFC is absolutely wild. I am curious. Any any other, any non-QBs you think, hey, the next week or two, they get a win, two wins, and they really spike. Anybody come to mind there? Non-QBs. Let me think about that. Like, um, maybe someone like Isaiah Pacheco, if you're talking a running back for the Chiefs, if the Chiefs are going to win this year, it's going to be a little different than the past. Sure. As you've seen, because even though Mahomes is awesome, his receivers aren't necessarily awesome. I think it's the first year, Kelsey's finished with less than 1,000 yards in, like, 10 years. So, like, that thing has changed. Pacheco's been a guy that sort of has given them a jolt. It was very good in the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah, you know that in big games, at least to this point in his young career, that he's done that. Maybe he's someone you'll look at. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, so much of this is built around the quarterbacks and, and the, the buzz that the quarterbacks get in. Their, their level is here. And we had a little period there when the market went nuts where all of a sudden some wide receivers and running backs, they, they got boosted up a little bit. But now we're sort of back to that free boon, sort of this is the pecking order, and it's quarterbacks, 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 and then what's next? Yeah. Um, can we talk about NFC a little bit, too? That's what I want to talk about, too. Oh, that's perfect timing. Um, <laughs> what I that's called? Kismet? It's called Synergy. Oh, I was, was going to say Kismet, so... I would never use that word. Can we talk about Jerry, uh, Jared Goff for a second? Yeah. What is, do I, should I have any hope there? Like no. if I'm an for investor, hobby? yeah. No. Just give up on anything? Correct. Really? Man, when he they're still on, sells they're on for, though. Okay. But they're not winning the Super Bowl. Okay. And aside from that, nothing helps him. Okay. By the way, hot take right now. I'm going to sneak this in early. They're getting beat by the Rams. I called this last week. Stafford oh. is riding into town. To his old stomping grounds, that crap city of Detroit, and he is winning that game. Uh, okay, tough talk. Interesting. I, I I would love to see something happen. Just from uh, the the fans seem like they deserve a win in Detroit. I would love to see that. I mean, clean water, a win, anything. <laughs> the, the Detroit needs something. <laughs> I, but this happened a couple years ago with Stafford, like a guy who's been around long enough. He's been around longer than Goff, obviously. But even when they won the Super Bowl, there was such a momentary blip, and it was like, and now we're back to where we are. Yeah. It's it's a not so uh, Mike. You said the Niners are winning the Super Bowl, so let's toss them out because I actually agree. Yeah. I actually think this is another weird thing. I think the NFC same thing. Although after round one, I trust San Francisco, Dallas and Green Bay. I think Dallas. I mean, Dallas at home is great. Dallas should absolutely beat the crap out of the Packers. I would not be shocked here either. Like I, I don't think this is going to happen. I think this is the only game. If I were a betting man, which I'm not, this is the only game I would take. I'd take the Cowboys to win this game. Yeah, I, I like the Cowboys here, too. They're playing at home with a much different team. I also think Green Bay's defense is terrible. So when yeah. you look at the, the splits between the Cowboys' offense home versus away, there's a big dip there, which, I mean, there's generally for a lot of teams, but theirs is especially big. Now you're bringing in a bad defense on the road in a playoff game. Unless the Cowboys throw up on their shoes, which has happened in recent years, but feels like they kind of turned the page on that. At least Dak has a little bit. Uh, I think that's one where I would definitely side with you and think Dallas is a team. Although there's another guy I love, right? That 
ended up really finishing the year great. I don't know where his numbers are. I don't have any love stuff in my in my uh, in my box over here on the side. But like maybe he's someone that you look at and maybe you buy him from the dip here in the offseason, thinking that he threw for thirty touchdown passes and what is his first year as a starter. You know the ceiling is pretty high. Yeah, he had a pretty ridiculous season, and his pricing came came down so hard because he was so expensive. It's rebounded nicely, but I actually don't hate the the Jordan Love play in the offseason. The Jordan Love, the only thing that's funny with Jordan Love is if you're buying Jordan Love, you're right now, you're paying more than you are for Tua for him. Well, he's saying in the offseason, though. I'm sorry, but I mean, just like right if now, you sure. think right now, because I'm trying to think between Jordan Love and Dak, if the thought is that Dak comes in and they they clean house, I think Dak is the better option as far as a hobby perspective buy goes because he is actually down. He's below 200 for his silver PSA 10, and he has had multiple sales above 250 in the last month. So my thinking with him already being down, and if this is a, such a, you know, I wouldn't say guaranteed win, but a good chance of it, there's a better chance of a better return on him than there would be on love being that he's already high. Look, if I, I was thinking, I'm thinking if you if you believe if you're someone sitting at home and you believe that the Cowboys are going to go to the Super Bowl, you think like this is their year and they're going to turn. Then I would buy Dak, right? Because not only is it quarterback, he's going to sell higher than everyone else. He's the Cowboys quarterback, and there's that built-in inflation with that as well. So, uh, you know, America's team, if you will, like that that could go bananas if you were to make a big run here. Yeah, I think, and this is more of like a short-term game here, but yeah, I, I do think that there's an option. Here's um, the only thing that squanders my thought of this, because I thought, I was trying to identify the game where Dallas and Dak puke on themselves, okay. and I thought, oh, second round against the Rams. But that means, how do they play? I'm trying to think. The only way, that, they can't play them second round, actually. That's the only team they could not play second round, because the Rams are the six. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. All right. Well, what about Eagles-Bucks? Huh. I mean, there, there's no chance... Bucks win that Dude, the game. The whole right? Eagles team is hurt. AJ Brown's out. I heard AJ Brown. Jalen Hurts' finger is in 97 pieces. Oh, is it? They haven't won a game in like six years. I think the Bucks are winning that game at home. Baker Mayfield, baby. Really? Mark it in. Really? I don't know the line, but I think straight up you they're winning talk, the game. Yeah, you want to talk about cratering. Like, again, the Eagles were a team four or five weeks ago. You're like, possible first seed in the conference. Like, weren't they 10 and 1, Mike? They've been terrible. Weren't they 10 and 1 at one point? Yeah. Dude, what did they finish this? 11 and 6? Yeah. Yeah. Choke. You lose to the Giants. I don't think it should be. Honestly, I think this should be a rule. If you lose to the Giants in a game that you. Because if they won, they were the <laughs> well, second they seed. They honestly didn't care about that yes, game. They absolutely did. They? If they won, they were the second seed. Oh, I thought that was, that was one of those games where they were just sitting out or something. No, they just pretended they played right. like they were sitting out. Okay. If you lose to the Giants <laughs> in a meaningful game the last week of the season, you should be exempt from the playoffs. Oh. Oh, you know, I, I feel think, really bad I think then. That was the, the first team in NFL history to start the year 10 and 1, and then in the modern NFL, so 16 or 17 game season, not get to 12 wins. God, that's, wow. It's impressive. That's the epic collapse thus far by them in the last six weeks. So I'm, I actually like, so in the NFC, there's a couple things that are intriguing to me. I like Baker because I think he's pulling off the offset, okay. and I like Stafford. Very, very momentary, by the way, because I know Stafford has such a low ceiling. Baker is, I don't think, winning, I don't think either one of those teams win another game. But I actually like both those teams. I think Dallas does does win big, though. Okay. Uh, have we talked about Browns-Texans? I think that's... Yeah, we no, we already about. talked about them in the AFC. Okay. Is anybody else we haven't talked about already? No, that was it. All right. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I just... I, all I want to do is buy uh, Christian McCaffrey cards, but they're just so expensive. That's... 
I, if there's a player that turns the tide on investable running backs, I think it's him. Running backs? Uh, yes, why? I agree. Okay. I agree with that. You can maybe get, again, if you're, if you're all in on San Francisco and you want to work in the margins, uh, and we said, like, quarterback, 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 but, like, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, both really good receivers. George Kittle, who's a great tight end, who also, like, got personality. Well, maybe if they have a run here, he gets a little life. But we're not talking about you're going to 10x your money. We're talking about, you know, what, 10%, maybe 15%. But if you're working in the margins, maybe that's something to look at as well. So, Mike, who are the Niners beating in the Super Bowl? Oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with Cleveland. I think really? Cleveland, I think it's Cleveland, San Fran. What a gutsy goal right there. San Fran, thanks, Cleveland. Really? I'm going a rematch of two years ago. I'm going Cleveland. I'm going uh, San Francisco and Kansas City but with a different outcome this year. Man, I don't, I don't. hate that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna abstain. Wait, what's your, no, moment. no, what's your pick? Let's go. Yeah, give it to us. <laughs> Here's the thing. I really do. Elsa I would love to see. Elsa is not an option. Elsa, you can't choose <laughs> no. a Disney princess in here. Um, I think it. This is a personal opinion. They're all personal opinions. We get that. Ch- Chiefs Niners. Okay. I would love to see a Chiefs okay. Niner. Why? Why Bail wouldn't out. that be fun? What? That would be an excellent. Because I just said it, you dummy. I don't care. I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you listen? I, I do curious. listen. Okay. I do listen. The problem is, at the time, I was actually <laughs> double listening. checking because oh, you questioned when I said Christian McCaffrey is a running back, and then you said running back, and I was like, oh, God, is he a different position than a no, running back? No, no, no. And you right. said it so many times I was Googling it as you were saying yours, so I apologize. <sighs> On that note. Wait, well, then I want to change mine. I don't want, I don't want to have the same opinion as yours. Okay. What's yours now? Browns. No, I know that's what he yeah. said. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Bills. Even though I don't believe Bills in Josh Niners. Allen, even though I don't believe in Josh Allen, still Bills Niners. Niners was my preseason pick. Was it really? But to Mike's point, like you don't know what the hell the Bills are gonna do from week to week. They're so wild. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I like their ceiling and the fact that their two helps a lot, but I do wonder. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else before we uh, part ways and you go? Let us know if Belichick got fired. Oh, that'd be good. Nah, no, I just I appreciate seeing your smiling faces, guys. It's Where my go? heart. We'll, it's a privilege. We'll have it to you again this year. That's a promise. Well, if he's right on his Super Bowl prediction, we'll have him. If not, we never have him back again. <laughs> never. There have to be consequences. his name. Yep. Mike, thank you for the time, buddy. Nice, guys. See ya. We'll see ya. Here is my overall, by the way, just to bring this back, because there was a lot of sports talk, just to bring this back to the hobby. My overall thought with anything NFL right now and he, his comments alluded to it. He's selling David and Joku, Miles Garrett, Joe Flacco cards. If you are if you are not collecting long term, and you're simply in a, for the flip game, which I think is great, I think you sell everything NFL. Period. For a couple of reasons. Number one, I think it is the most wide open season we've seen in a long time. To, to for me to bet on any game or any player going forward with any amount of certainty mm-hmm. feels less certain this year than almost any other in recent history. I, I legitimately think there's only one game. Man, maybe two. Like the Bills Steelers, I think, is a lock. And I think the Cowboys Packers is a lock. But after that, I have no, I think it's so wide open, it's ridiculous. So I would not, my thought is, anything NFL, you move right now. NFL volume is way, way up. Guys are moving cards on Facebook like nobody's business and Instagram. So people are selling. There's a ton of like actual activity in the market. I wouldn't waste my time trying to do the, well, I think this guy's going to make a run or that. I would just sell it right now. I, I would sell it all. And I would buy basketball. Um, all right. So if that's the case, we are moving on from football, then. That's what I'm doing. I'm moving on from football to NBA. 
I think that is what the, my money in the market is going to do right now. Because as soon as the season ends, the big spend is going to be the NBA for the next few months. Can you do that? Like as, as a collector, are you able to do that easily? Like, I, I well, don't know. Because I'm flipping. I'm not, I'm not talking PC stuff. Sure. No. I'm talking just stuff I'm buying to flip to keep my funding going so I can buy PC stuff. Okay. Yeah. You can sell football cards easier now than any other time in the year. Sell it. Anything you had bought to flip. Again, of guys that are relevant. I'm not selling Trevor Lawrence today. Like there's some stuff you just wait on because it's like, hey, I missed on this guy, but I still believe in him. Trevor Lawrence to me is the first guy that comes to mind. I'm not selling Joe Burrow stuff right now. Sure. But like the, of anybody who is still active and relevant, I'm selling them right for the playoffs. I'm selling them right now and I'm buying basketball. But like, are you even including in that, like selling injured guys who've been out for a little while? No, no, no. That's why I said like Burrow okay. is okay, a guy okay. who's been injured now for a while. Okay. I wouldn't sell Burrow. I wouldn't sell Trevor Lawrence. Some of these guys either are injured, not relevant, just lost and they're going to the offseason. Okay. I wouldn't, I don't see the need to sell that. But anybody who is, I'm selling them. So if you are going to basketball, are you actually interested? Like, are you watching any basketball right now? Quite a bit. I watch more basketball than any other sport. Really? Ooh, is that even true? more than bat? Even more than football? Here's the only thing. The reason I say that is at the end of the night, I will sit down. And in the morning, I'm watching. Every morning, me and Theo watch ESPN together. That's cute. It's our thing. That's really nice. That's why um, it's better to have a boy. Than a girl. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I, I his first music lesson today. I would okay, love. To, I cannot off. wait to talk to Hannah and find out what that is. They literally like played a. What's a kid thing? Uh, like what's kids a, bop. Yeah, they they played a kids bop album. Oh, okay, that's. I think you know what those classic. Those are brutal, by the way. When you have to start listening to some of that stuff, I will not. He will listen to Chicago and Boston, <laughs> like I do. He will listen to Springsteen. Him on that. Um, nothing wrong with that. I think we do need to have a basketball guy on for sure. I don't know any. Basketball I just that's guys. the problem. Like I really don't. Well, I love Vernon. Vernon, go, Vernon well, yeah, Vernon though, and uh, Vernon's the guy, but Vernon yes. records at the same time. Yeah, and Leftgo is busy doing a podcast with Shaq now. If only our, the boss of this show. That's done. I, can, I got news for you, pal. We got, we got six weeks in this contract just, left. Like, Bill's not coming out. He hasn't responded to a text of mine in months. I, he's a busy guy. He's, he busy. he's gone times where he didn't respond. No, never this long. Um, so there was a couple news that Never articles. congratulated me and my kid. Did he not? I thought he did. No. Nope. Hadn't heard a word. He said something about your anniversary. He made fun of me for how much yeah. emphasis I put on my anniversary. <laughs> Sorry for treasuring my wife. Man, it sounds a lot like yours and I relationship. Never takes forever to respond. When they do, it's That's only because I was pissed at you last week. That's not true. <laughs> Normally, I respond quickly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually do. Um, all right. So let's go on to... Wait, you have breaker update. Do you want anything there? I'm going live tonight at six. We're doing a ton of pops. In. So I'm doing my last six cases for my original order, but I have what? managed... My no, like no, six boxes. boxes. I was going to say, sorry. oh my God. I bought two cases. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. I got you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I bought two cases. If they come in today, then we may have some additional stuff to rip. But my last six cases from the, uh, boxes from the original. Um, so that's going to be going so on. So Fanatics Live tonight. Fanatics if it's your first live. purchase, use the code word, promo word, nonsense. Yes. If it's not your first purchase, we don't care about it We're going after Clint Eastwood, by the way. I want another promo code for Bowman's Best. Oh, if the Fanatics cool. Live people are probably listening, I want a code specifically for that. You get to use that in your first Bowman's Best Break next week. Uh, we're gonna I tease. also want to break that a day early, so whoever has to make that happen, please do so. We're going to tease that we have announcements coming up, some fun stuff, some exciting stuff. We've got news to share. We had a lot of secrets that we're not allowed to talk about right now. So. A lot of bull crap. Yeah, I know. I'll be live tonight as well, breaking. Oh yeah, uh, This was my breaker me. update. I had... It's, it's interesting right now because I kind of thought we'd see a little bit of a lull because post-PRISM. NFL PRISM always takes a ton of money out of the market. Yeah. The amount of guys this year, though, to their credit, and I'm glad they did, who abstained from that, 
what night was I live? Friday, Friday or Saturday? You were live Saturday, weren't you? Saturday. By far the busiest. Not the most sales. We came close to the most amount of sales. Yeah. But we had like by far the most new buyers in one stream. The most unique like amount of just people coming in and out. And you were doing mainly baseball? All, all baseball. That's all, all baseball. I sold. And wow. Not even any singles either. I was like, you know, I was happy to see people getting back in and being active again. Guys like you haven't seen in a while? Guys I haven't seen in a while. New people who had come over from the pod. That's cool. I just think it's, uh, we're getting, again, I know we're not at the very bottom Optimism? of all this stuff, but we're getting back to that point where it's like, I think people are getting excited. And that's why I'm ex it's perfect timing for us because Bowman's Best is a great product. It's not $5,000 a case. Yeah. It's a super spread out checklist. And we're going to do a lot of different breaks with that that you don't normally see. That's cool. It's one of the few you can actually mix it up with. And again, I'm hoping we get the Fanatics Live team behind us. Hey, let's promote it. Let's market it. Let's uh, If we could do it a day early, that would be freaking amazing. If we can get some of those things That'd to happen, cool. we will yeah. give away a free case of it because who cares? Um, but yeah, I do think it just shows me there is a, if you are still good at what you do and entertaining and unique, mm -hmm. like you are unique at what you're doing with your pop century and Lorcana and how you do stuff. You know, we put on a show with how we do the sports side. Mm -hmm. I think it's nice to see them. Well, not I think. It's nice to see the market still respond to people doing things in an entertaining way. Yeah, I agree with that. I, that I, freaking piece behind you came off the wall and I cannot stop staring at it now. Oh, God. Did, did it just fall? No, it's been down all day. Oh, I, just, I don't like that I, I at caught all. it and I'm just like, well, yeah, we're leaving I anyways. I hadn't seen it. Got an email today. The studio's sold, so we're out of here soon. Well, we need you to buy that other place so we can build out the other studio. I love it. Got an email from the from the a title company. Hey, sign this. The seller's authorization to sell the building. And then I called the real estate agent. Oh, I forgot to tell you that? I didn't tell you. <laughs> Marlon, Marlon's the greatest real estate agent in the world. Don't tell, you're telling his name. Everyone's going to go after him. And then you're going to lose your connection. Right, well, um, trust me. The, he, he dumps me. Papa Gio dumps him. I don't, what is that? Is that a, never mind. Um, That's right. Yes. A couple of news things that popped up between now and last episode. Um, there was a sticker auto of Mark Jackson on a Spectre. Uh, it was an illustrious. Spectre. Spectra, excuse me. It's not a James Bond movie. Thank you. Spectre <laughs> was a the worst of those movies, in my opinion, I think. Who was the bad guy there? The little guy? No, Charles I thought Spectre Schultz? was the one. No, Charles Schultz. <laughs> what? No. Christoph Waltz, I think. Oh, there he is. Daddy. That's cool. Daddy. What did I say? Uh, you said uh, Charles Schultz. And which, what's the guy's name? Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. That's the same thing. Okay. I'm very close. Is that the, was that the movie, Eddie? Was that Spectre? Uh, it's for Spectre, yeah. I liked You didn't like that one? I didn't really okay. care for that one. You know as much. That's the one where it opens with like the Day of the Dead scene or something like that, like where they're he's chasing them. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That was here's the only thing I hated about that. They did in that movie what Transformers does. I like Transformers years ago. In that movie, though, remember at the very end, mm -hmm. it's like, uh, what's the guy's name? Shia LaBeouf. No, Schultz. Um, Charles. Schultz? What's oh, the guy's name? Christoph Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. <laughs> what is his name in the movie? Do we know that? No one knows that. Okay. It's a mystery. Here's the problem I have with that. This whole thing goes on, right? We've already had at that point, what, two or three bonds in a row? Uh-huh. I guess at least two. Because the first one was Mr. White. Oh, yeah. The yeah. second one was uh, uh, Javier um, Bardum, whatever. Yes. There was uh -huh. Quantum of Solace. Oh, oh the and then there was that, that little Weasley looking guy. But yeah. Number one, though, Casino Royale. That was the guy who is, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he's but number one, Norwegian though, ends, or something. But, like, those guys worked for Mr. White. You learn that at the end of number one. Yes. Number two, who's the bad guy? Isn't it Mr. White? No, it was, number two was the, quant, uh, the Quantum of Solace, and it was the guy who does, he's trying to hoard uh, water. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, though, is the Bardem guy. Yes. That was Skyfall. Skyfall. Those are all kind of 
they run together, so right? So this does too. But here, here's the problem, though. Yeah. They do this classic mistake. And number four, I was the bad guy all along. Yeah. No, you weren't. But then, then the that's other what, one, there's another that's bad what guy. That's like yeah, a Transformers. It's like, well, this was really the the key. <laughs> this was the key. No, it did, I, that I, was the only part I hated. I actually liked the rest of that movie, though. Yeah, I, I can agree with the, with parts of that. I did like some Batista of it. But, that was in that movie. Uh, Skyfall by far the best. Of best acting. So res- Mark- best acting wrestler, by the way. Batista, not the Rock. Rock sucks. What? As an actor, he's, he's terrible. Batista's not the best actor. I mean, he's I, good in his. I would roles. say he's the best actor as a wrestler. Wow. He's actually believable. You're making some real... And John Cena. Come on. Okay. You, come on. Okay. <laughs> okay, please. Thank you. That's um, what I mean. You can't think of a better example. I can. John Cena He's and The ter- Rock are both better than Batista. Batista's a fine... He does good character work. He's not a great actor. None of them are great actors. He is a better actor than those two. Okay. The Rock is one of the most unbelievable people I've ever seen in any movie he's ever done. He's the same idiot. How did we get on... Mark Jackson... From that was my fault. I said Spectre, not Spectra. Um, there's a card that was found. He is saying it is not his auto on this card, right? Okay. Here's my issue. How does that happen? Because it's a sticker auto. No idea. Mix up the stickers. Seems pretty easy. That's it. My only conclusion to that would be either the no, I mean the the signature is his. I mean, it says Mark Jackson on there. At least that's what it looks like. So it's either someone faked it or he forgot, you know, whatever the case may be. It just seems odd. And I don't really know that being a scenario where it's like a, a sticker auto that seems more odd to me than like an on card, obviously an on card that would be a little more easily faked, but a sticker one, you would think, Oh, well that can come straight from manufacturer. They would know. Right. What are you talking about? Oh, you're talking like if someone just signed a card, not pack pulled. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like yeah. This thing is an on-card auto, the same thing. You're supposed to have a representative watching the whole time anyways. So. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did they mis- mix up the stickers? Is there another Mark Jackson? Yeah. It's a comment. I, I I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Is And did the stick did the signature even say Mark Jackson? I know it kind of looked like that, but I, my signature's a messy. I don't know. That's true. Either That's way, true. it's not good. The fact that he says it's not his auto on a card is not good. Um, that was like probably the more one of the more interesting stories over the weekend. The other thing that... I think this is, I don't know if this news organization is just promoting this in the hobby groups because I've seen other people post about this story. The 2004 LeBron uh, tops Chrome one of one. It was from, two, uh, yeah, 2004. It is found in a 7-Eleven $3 pack. The question I asked myself in that moment, and I think other people have probably asked, what is the biggest card you should be able to hit in a non-hobby box or in just in a retail pack because like should that be like should there be one of ones at the grocery counter or at the gas station or man my thinking on that has been really i don't know I, there's two sides of it obviously i want kids and everybody else to feel like they could hit something really big but i think you can still hit something big if it's out of 10 or out of five but man a super fractor in something like that seems a little it's also a different time. 20 years ago, the hobby was certainly a lot different than it is now. Well, I agree. But then, like, Bryce Young, Bowman University Superfractor, was found in Target. I mean, for like— Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yeah. That's interesting. So he had a one-on-one. And I think there probably have been a few others, but those were a couple that came to mind. So— I don't know. I I, I see it. Because then it's like, does it get to a—if it's too much, it gets to the point when it's like, okay, well, then why buy hobby? I mean, that's exactly— if You can spend a fraction on the other— Yeah. Well, and that's what, um, and we were talking to John. He said he was in so many cases for Prism, uh, or ca- case breaks for Prism football. 
he wasn't seeing much of any color getting pulled. But then he was hearing guys who were pulling all like blasters and hitting like decent numbered stuff and some nice parallels. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. It, it's an interesting dilemma because like I don't want blasters to be the things like, hey, we're going to push kids there, but there's really no high-end stuff in there. Exactly. But there has to be a balance. Hobby has to, and I don't know what that line is, by the way. I, I will admit that up front. But Hobby has to far outweigh anything else in terms of color, autos, hits, uh, overall value. It has to. Just, you got you to maintain that line. far outweigh, that's, that's kind of my point too. Because that's where it's like, I think there should be a lot of uh, crossover, but... Man, the 101, that's that's a big thing. You Crossing shouldn't... over like Allen Iverson, baby. <laughs> See that? It's a NBA reference. Two NBA references in one episode. That's been good for us. Um, all Can right. we decide on an NBA and on an NBA guy we want to have on? Uh, we're gonna open up to the audience. I mean, we'll we'll reach out to guys, even if they're like people that you don't know See if personally. Shaq wants to come on. Shaq does Dude, a podcast that's what I'm with Lefko now. If I can get Lefko to actually respond on Instagram when it's not about babies. I couldn't do I'll be honest with you. I love Shaq. I think he's an awesome basketball player. I couldn't. We couldn't. He would leave here in about three minutes. He takes so long to answer a question. It'd be amazing. <laughs> no, you know, I I would lose my mind. I'd be sitting here going absolutely insane. I'm like, that's it. I can't. No more questions. Here's what we do. We drug you. You're no, you have sleepy. it when I'm gone. You and him together. Fine. Oh, boy. Me in here. No good. I, would, I met Magic once, and I was like, I came up to his shoulder almost, like top of my head, maybe maybe top of the collarbone. I'm going to tell you, Shaq makes me look like an infant. Well, maybe that's a little too far, but he's so big. The big baby. I would love to just go and sit right next to him and see what it looked like. Who's the guy you rushed at the Panini party that, a couple years ago? Oh, Paul Pierce. Oh, yeah. He made you look pretty small. Yeah, he was like six eight, but he's skinny too. Like he's but that's the thing. He yeah, Shaq's, Shaq's just a big a, dude. Shaq played too much though. Here's the deal. I guess we could have Shaq on, <laughs> but I would. I would struggle. You're man. back with Shaq. The pace is tough for me. He it's was a, in Kazam for goodness sake. Tough listen. <laughs> so good. I wonder if Eddie agrees. Eddie's a, Eddie's a movie guy. Eddie, who is the most talented on screen? Who is the best actor? That's a wrestler. Oh my god! I think I'm right that. about this. Okay, you are so it, wrong. It is. It is Batista. Thank you. You are out of your mind, Eddie. I don't think he's wrong. I mean, Batista's the best actor? As an actor. One of the best parts of Guardians. He is. He's he's a great part of that. Yeah. He's in Blade Runner 2049. He was in that M. Night Shyamalan movie last year. Cabin or something. Yeah. His roles are more interesting. Which you can't say for uh, The Rock. Yeah, and he's good as that that hitman in uh, Inspector. And he's good in… What's the other movie? The the Sand movie he just mentioned. He said Dune. Yeah. Yeah, He's good in Dune. He was in the Knives Out sequel too. Like… Oh man, am I changing my That's opinion? That's what I'm saying. Wow. Can you think of a when single you start role? Naming all those roles? Think of this. Can you think of a single role where you've looked at The Rock and be like, "Oh, he's just an actor here." No, he's always just this buff, steroid-taking idiot. Yeah, I'm trying to think of him like playing a serious thing or or funny or anything or any real range and other than an action. Painting game is probably his best role, honestly. Oh, painting game. Yeah, uh, I never even saw that oh, okay. one. Okay, and he's a, and he's playing Sounds a juice head with a little attitude. Oh, Bay- he was in that movie Baywatch. So that Great was movie. different. That was a wide range. <laughs> John form. Cena is just huh. a retired Marine in every movie. Every single movie. Which is fine. He's fine at what he does. I'm not saying he's bad. But I think, I think Batista's the best actor who's a wrestler. I didn't think we'd have this conversation it's today. It's true, though. And now when you start thinking about it. You- let me ask both of you this. Would you rather have a Batista or a, even a Rock? Would you rather have a wrestling card or an acting card of theirs? I don't know him as a wrestler, so only actor. You would want him. I'd as like an Batista actor? as Galaxy guy. Okay. Who's the thing in Galaxy? Tracks. Or maybe Dune. I really like Dune. Yeah, I Eddie? watched it again. Uh, 
I'm a big wrestling guy, so I'd take the wrestling card. You would take the wrestling card? Okay. Yeah. Eddie, I, who's on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Uh, Shawn Michaels. Heartbreak John Kid. Cena. Okay, now you're talking my language. Oh, boy. I was watching with Heartbreak Kid. Cena was after me. Don't care. Although he liked my sister in high school. Okay, next. Oh, well. This is like when I was growing he follows up. follows us on Twitter. So like CM Punk. I've never yeah, heard of that name. No. I don't know who that is. It's okay. Um, and then like Randy Orton probably. Not Ric Flair. Randy or... Orton. Is that the bald guy? Shaved head dude? Yeah. Okay. I've yeah, heard yeah. of him. He's been in some movies, I think. What? Ric Flair. I only got to see him the last couple years. And he was like 800 years old. And just... I feel like I can't really say it. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. Undertaker? That was my guy growing up. Oh, yeah. Undertaker. I'd say Undertaker. I like Man, our WWE listeners are loving this content. I'll tell you that much. Um... <laughs> John, John Cena should come on the show. He's on... He's on uh... He liked our post or something. Like you you said. know who we never mentioned? We never mentioned Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant. Great actors. As actors. Obviously. I mean. Sure. Excellent. I'm just saying. Say it again. I did. I will. All right. Um, I think it's about mailbag because there's no real new releases. To your point, I thought. There's I think like, a lot of people thought Prism was going to take up more of like the buying power for hey, a couple weeks. I do want you to look at one release for next week and then I'll make a couple comments while you're looking. Is it is true it that flawless baseball is the 24th? So maybe two weeks. While uh, you're looking that up, uh, Prism H2 or No Huddle or something. There's a Prism. No Huddle. Okay, No Huddle. So there's a Prism skew this week. I hate that one. This is as much as hobby. Okay. Good. And there's a Bowman U. I think it's Bowman Chrome U basketball. We don't do college stuff at all, so I don't particularly care. That but again it, is uh, next week, though. Oh, that's all next week? Yes. So there's nothing at all this week. The Prism. only thing that's coming out this week is the no huddle. Then you've got like, a, there's an upper deck. I was going to talk about it because it's a Marvel product, but it, I haven't even, I'm not even familiar with Midnight Suns. I looked into it. I couldn't find anything of interest. Um, but there's ice hockey as well. Uh, you can just say hockey. Well, it's called Upper Deck Ice Hockey, and that's why. You can just say hockey. The official name's Ice Hockey. Flawless comes out in February. February 2nd, it looks oh, like. Oh, it's going to push to, okay. Flawless Baseball, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Bowman's Best is next Friday, the 19th. I know that. Uh, it comes out, this was saying the 17th, but maybe it's the 19th. Really? I wonder if that changed. So, stay tuned for that. I'm texting Paul. All right, you text him. I'll pull up Mailbag. Mailbag! Um... The mailbag was a little light today, and I really hate the Facebook algorithm. It's killing my my viewership because only 14 of you guys saw this for some reason. So um, we'll go through the questions we got, though. Hopefully we got some gems in here. Don Getters starts us off with, is Mookie Betts a good buy right now? He's looking like a safe bet for the Hall of Fame, and I assume will fly even more under the radar with Otani coming to town. That's not a bad pick. Yeah, I like that. Actually, like that prediction. He throws in the caveat, though, or does Otani potentially banish him to hobby obscurity for the long haul? For the long haul, no. In the immediate future, and he's talking about Hall of Fame, long haul. So sure. long haul, I like bets. And, and I would agree, he's probably a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. But yeah, there's a number of, I mean, Otani could do that. Freddie Freeman could have an insane season. Just the overall aura, though, of Otani is going to overshadow a lot. So short term, we'll see. Although, I mean, bets is an MVP winner, too, so... I like the Mookie play. Okay. All right. Very I'd like cool. Fanatics to sign him. Mookie has like nothing autographed since like his rookie year, I think. Does that make his autos typically a little bit more valuable? Yeah, he doesn't have any. Yeah. Interesting. I think he only has rookie and or second year <laughs> autos of, of uh, which is like 20, 2013, 2014, something like that. Uh, David Holtz wants to know thoughts on tops now cards in general 
And with SP and parallels, he says, example being the Otani signed Kanji SP variation going for $2,000. This is his first card in a Dodgers uniform. Do you think Tops Now cards will start getting more respect and love in the hobby? I understand. I'm not well versed on it. I thought Tops Now cards though were kind of printed to order. That's my, yes. that's my only issue. Now, if they're going to add SPs, that's cool, and you don't know until you get the card. That's kind of what they do. Like when I bought the LeBron Mookie cards, it was like, hey, you all the cards many? are five bucks. Yeah, you have a chance of hitting like something with a ver- a number or something. Yeah. So yeah, that's. I don't mind Tops Now, but I also think there's a lot of guys who think like me, like, oh, it's cool for what it is. It's not for me. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Aaron Muse, okay. Bradley Muse, excuse me. If I took my family on a trip to Boston, what are three attractions I would need to hit to guarantee a great trip? Go to Nashville. Yeah, there's, I honestly, Boston is the few times I've been up there. I'll be honest with you, Bradley, especially this time of year. It's cold. It's windy. It sucks. Boston mm. by far, by the way, is the windiest city in America. Not That's Chicago. Chicago. You know why Chicago has got the nickname, the windy city. Have I told Tell you me. this. A lot of people farted. <laughs> That's where your family's from, so. Uh, no, it's because of all the hot air, all the lies oh. that the politicians told, because it was such a corrupt city when it was coming up in the early, I believe that was in the early 1900s, late 1800s. This just in, Chicago gets new name, Windy City. That's yeah. how they would report That's how it that. got that, though. Not because yeah. of the weather. Um, Fun fact. So going to Boston. Eddie, can you confirm that while he's talking, <laughs> by the way, that the windiest city in America is Boston? I know the other thing's true. Not the windiest state, but the windiest city is specifically Boston. Boston is like, a state, so why would it be? No, a- I'm saying the windiest state is not Massachusetts. You're saying it's actually Boston specifically. All the other parts my claim of- was, my claim was very specific. <laughs> the windiest city. Okay, I'm just saying. That's it. I don't just know saying. why There's you feel the Paris, need. Paris, Texas. I heard was the windiest city. Has a population of three thousand. Okay, just saying. <laughs> We're googling things. Um, Boston attractions. You don't have any. The Duck Tour. You can do that. Actually, the Duck Tours are great, but not in January. It's freaking cold. When we were there last, I mean, you gotta go I to enjoyed Fen- walking around. Yeah, like you go to like downtown. Faneuil Hall and like that district. There's nothing to really see there. I mean, unless but you Faneuil like Hall and stuff. like yeah, but Faneuil Hall is a cool area. Quincy Market's fun for like a half a day. I never spent time in the city. We never went to the city. Yeah. Ever. And yeah, the stadiums and the Foxborough. food is great. Like the North End, you can get the best Italian food in the country, in my opinion, in the North End. And there's some bakeries there that are unbelievable. Where did we go? That did you? What did you think about that Italian food? I didn't think it was like the best. When, remember when you and I, I, I don't and remember. Went? Oh, oh, oh I, I would do for a minute. I was like, when did we go to Boston? That's <laughs> when we got COVID and saw Steve, Steve Aoki. That's right. Yep. Uh, we got food. Oh, we got it. It was like a real fancy place. That's when you got the shot of something that was like 60 bucks or something. Remember? That sounds right. Yeah. I was, um, wanted to say I've lived. That's the thing. I thought it was good. Yeah. I didn't think that was the best food I'd ever had. But, but my mother also cooks. Yeah. I mean, like, so go see mom's Mike's mom. She's also here in Nashville. So come I know, here. I feel bad. I, I don't have a ton to tell you. Yeah. I mean. The food is great. You can eat a ton. Like seafood, Italian food. Southie, I guess. Oh, God. Just try not to get murdered. Santapio, to me, is the best pizza in Boston. <laughs> right near the airport. Eric Wiesenforth. Talk about how dumb this is on the podcast. He's talking okay. about an article. Uh, it's from, I guess, the U.S. Sun which I think they're known to be like kind yes, of like U-N a, or S-O-N? A U.S. like United States. No. So the U.S. version of Sun. Oh, S-U-N. I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, Sun. No, no. U.S. like United States. Get yep. that part. Yep. Um, card theft. Eddie, hang on. Any oh. any info on the Windy City, Eddie? Did you Google that? That is you. I found this information from uh, treehugger.com. Okay. So take with that what you will. Yep. No Boston is number four. Oh. What's number one? Wait, no, no, no. Three. 
Number three, Lubbock, Texas. <gasps> That's where my family's from. I got a lot of family in Lubbock. Okay. It's very number flat two, out there. That makes sense. Amarillo, Texas. Mm, a lot of Texas. And then number I one. Paris, Texas. Dodge City, Kansas. Wow, bro. You must be really it's Not number one. But I don't know if I, I trust Tree Hugger. But Chicago, though. I trust treehugger.org or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> all right. Mike is furiously typing away. No, Amarillo, Texas on here. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Wow, man. Well, that's it. He said Kansas was number one. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's number two on this list. That's okay. <laughs> they update it like every other week. So that's, you can look next week. Maybe it will be. Uh, card theft. Man caught stealing $3,000 of sports trading cards from Target after staging his grocery cart. Um, he faces what? three third what degree felonies. After he did what? It says staging his grocery cart. I believe that. Like it, a faux top or something? Yeah. Like? Well, I feel like he probably like packaged items around the good stuff or something. I don't know. I'm okay with that. But, uh, yeah. He's I mean, this is creative. Three third degree felony charges. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Chop off it a pinky. crazy. Here's the thing. If you're going to steal, is that the most valuable thing At to Target? steal? There's got to be other stuff there, right? Don't think. they have jewelry there? Maybe it's the most valuable thing that's not, like, locked up in electronics. Maybe no, that's what that's it is. Fair. Okay. Um, I which, You know what? That's actually... That's a surprising point now that I think about it. I'm surprised they don't have more of that locked up. Maybe in to. some places. During they the do. craze, a lot of it was. Um, Casey Lee wants to know what's the print run slash numbering to be SSP or SP? So super short print oh, or there's short no, print. There's no set rule. To me, though, I somebody Googled asked me this. this the other night, and I think to me, an SSP is 10 or less. So a lot of people are saying like less than 100 when I like. Oh, Blowout for forum. SSP. Blowout forum was saying that. Well, nah. they they were putting it in comparison to like say the print runs ten thousand. Doesn't matter. Okay. SSP a super short print cannot be numbered to hundred. So then, what's SP? How how much okay, so could SP, SP go up to? To me, I'm going to go easy terms five hundred. Because if I if I hit a refractor auto out of Bowman Chrome or a refractor first out of Bowman Chrome, mm-hmm. number to four ninety nine. Five hundred or less. That's short print. Sure. I think anything that's an SSP is obviously also an S- SP. But not SSPs are not. Do you know what the S stand for? Because you're saying these like short and sh- super short. Right. So yeah. any short print would be. Uh, su- I'm sorry. Any super short print would also be an SP because it's still short. This is a dumb take. This I'm, is bad. I know. No, no, no. I'm just saying that to clarify that you don't. Have if to- you're doing 500 as your max, a it would be super short in comparison. If you had 100, if 500 was the biggest one. I protected no? you from yourself earlier. I can't do it now. You don't think so? It's very simple. A short print, let's say, is 500 or less to me. A super short yeah. print, 10 or less. You trying to interchange them, just it's ridiculous. You don't do that. 10 or less, God. 500 or less. You're very easily upset. Well, no, no, I'm trying to help you. I am not. I'm in a very good mood today. I, I cut out that ridiculous section earlier, so I've been very helpful. Yeah, that so, was really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, at this point, I was going off of what other comments have said. Not just yours. That's why I was basing it off that. What do the other comments say? A lot of people are saying that super short print would be anything that is noticeably less than short print. So if it is 500 in your example, then like in this one, they said 5,000 is uh, short print. 2,500 to them would be marked super short print. I disagree with that's that. That's dumb people but that's, that form. But that's why I was like, okay, well, what are some other takes? Other people were saying, you know, 25, 50, 100. Reasonable. Those would be considered super short. That's much more reasonable. Uh, but it, again, it all comes down to like how many they're printing. 
So, but it doesn't. Like I don't care if you, if you even if you made ten million, okay. something that's printed around to five hundred to five thousand is not a super short print or a short print to anybody. Like in general hobby terms, a super short print is a crazy small amount of something printed. Not in comparison to how many are printed total, okay. but just in general. I like that. That makes sense. Can I do a donkey? I'll do this after. I have a donkey of the week. Um, Shane Brooks, what is Mike's favorite junk wax set? 89 Upper Deck. Griffey. Ryan Johnson, what pop culture IP would you like to be made into a Topps Chrome product next like Disney 100 was? He says, I think DC Comics would be great. Batman Super Fractor. I still want a Seinfeld one. I think it'd be awesome. I think the Seinfeld would be awesome, but it's just... How how much can you do of that? Like Disney has so much IP. Seinfeld. Oh, I don't need a bunch though. I don't need like ten Disney's. I one's fine. I just want Seinfeld. You want a super short print? I just want a regular set of Seinfeld. <laughs> okay. Um, Jerry Petre, I think is that this is the dude who made fun of your mustache. Um, Jerry's my favorite comic well, on social media. Have made no, that but joke, his, so. his he made the school joke, which was by far the funniest. When is Mike going to buy an English 1999 first edition Charizard? Not that Mike wants already, it, but just did. to make Jesse jealous. I, I bought one during the absolute height of the market. I paid $1,800 for a PSA, whatever it was. I it was a nine or something. Sure. If it, like, if it was that was the nine was going for us, I bought I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on this craze. Yeah. I was late. I was offered like 2000 2200 They went up. I think that's about where that card topped out. And I was like, ah, I don't know. I think it's going to. And that's when COVID went, or that's when pricing started to really crash. I ended up selling that card for six or 800 bucks. Yeah. So I tried it once. Yeah. Um, at the time, though, you can go back and watch some of those podcasts before we even got picked up by The Ringer where you were talking positively about Pokemon. So. Never do that. That's that's the way you get Mike to talk positively, positively about something. Show you have tape. to get him to buy something. Check, check tape. <laughs> I mean, I will. Trey Reeves, regarding Mike's comment on the price of Prism and what the actual cost is for breakers, to, do you see... Fanatics putting a stop to these types yes. of scenarios. So just to be clear, a bunch of like faceless clownless or clowns, faceless spineless clowns on social called me out after I said this. This is not an exaggeration. Uh, and I checked invoicing. Prism football hobby boxes were $276 direct from distribution. That is a fact. People are like, this is insane. Now, granted, you cannot go and order it for that. You have to have an established account. You have to have spend to get anything allocated. I understand that. But that's how much breakers paid at distribution. Uh, in answer to this question, absolutely that's going to change. Just like it changed with Bowman. Just like it changed with Bowman's Best. Just like any any other Topps product. Those price, The pricing has changed. It will change with football and basketball. Fanatics is not going to allow you to make 8x your money on stuff or 6x your money on stuff anymore. Not like not on release day. Now, if something happens to get hot and catch fire later, that's different. There's no world where, let's just say in three years, they started making Prism. If they know traditionally these boxes are coming out at 1,000, they're going to sell them to breakers at 800 or whatever it might be. They'll leave you 15 to 20% on the bone. That's okay. it. That's um, been the pattern, at least. Let's see. Anthony Real says, the same people that complain about the old guys in the hobby need to change and adapt are the same guys that only use PSA and don't want to change and adapt their grading investments. Do you think that ever changes? Do I think changes like that PSA is not the king? I don't know. I'd like to continue to see SGC make progress like they have. I like the fact that SGC is still hungry, so to speak, like doing the specials. Like I said, I really hope we can do a special with them in Bowman's Best. Yeah. I mean, PSA, though, I don't blame them for their their take of like, this is what we do, period. 
There's no promo. They don't have to. When you're on top, you don't have to do the promos and do those deals. I get that. But I like that we have a number two that does it. And in a perfect world, yeah, I've always said this. SGC is a big sponsor. In a perfect world, SGC, BGS, and PSA had the exact same resale value. Because if that were ever the case, total control to the customer. You go with who you want based on what you like, and, and resale doesn't have to factor into it. But right now, if I like an SGC holder better than something else, mm -hmm. I, I still have to factor in, well, this card is so big, I have to go PSA. Or, man, I oh, love BGS, yeah. but they're getting smoked by everybody in value. I can't do it now. Yeah. I, in a perfect world, those three just were totally, or within 10% of, of themselves in, in resale value. And, you, and I've yet to ever hear a reasonable <laughs> argument as to why they aren't, by the way. And the PSA, PSA registry is not the answer. PSA registry is an excellent tool. No modern collector cares about that. Cody James, what wild card matchup are you guys most excited about for the hobby? Oh, uh, for the hobby, it's the Browns Texans, in my opinion. Like, if CJ Stroud wins a playoff game, record setting rookie season already, amazing. If he doesn't, Flacco wins a playoff game, and then probably means Flacco is going into Baltimore next week. And Flacco, the market's already heated up, which is cool. That's the biggest one to me. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, to... I, like, honestly, the other matchups, like in the AFC. Well, the Jordan Love, I guess, would be. It would be helpful for sure. But it does, but that's not either way. Like if Dak yeah, wins, there's exactly. no hobby value. Yeah. Like the the Texans, that's the only game I think there's a bump. Because the other one's real quick. The Chiefs and Dolphins, there's a bump if Tua wins. If Mahomes, it's like you got to do more. Mm -hmm. What's the other match? Oh, oh Josh Steelers. Allen and the Steelers. Yeah. Who's the Steelers quarterback? This week? I mean, exactly. Yeah. You just proved my point. Exactly, right? And if Josh Allen wins, yeah, it's a number two beating the seven. That's what they're supposed to do. There's not really hobby implications on both sides. The Texans-Browns is the only game where I think no matter what, there's a significant bump in somebody's value. Because the other side, like I said, Dallas, there's no bump for beating Green Bay. Uh, Goff and Goff, Stafford yeah. playing. I don't think Goff or Stafford off one game do anything. Baker Mayfield, Mayfield yes, but Jalen Hurts, no. Yeah. If they beat him, it's like they're supposed to. Yeah, they were the Browns-Texans would That's be. That's the only one with a win-win either way, I think. Uh, let's see. Next question However, on the list. Yep. Real quick. Just okay. a variation of that question, though. Best single-sided game, if there was an upset to have happen, not even close. If Jordan Love goes into Dallas and wins, people will lose their minds, and rightfully so. Hayes Chandler Hudson wants to know. Two, three names. What's the root cause of Mike's disdain of people with three names on Facebook? They kill presidents. And when will he get over it? <laughs> That's it. Stop assassinating people. <coughs> Assassins have three names. Fair enough. Friendly Facebook people do not. I have three names. It's an issue. We all have three <laughs> names. I don't have to go around gloating about My it. My Facebook has three names, I mean. You know how I feel about you. <laughs> I know. I've heard. Mark Sacaducci. I love you, I love you Chandler. <laughs> and um, the other guy from before, Bradley. I remember his name, though. Oh, yeah. You did. Good job. It's like I remember John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question for Jesse. Seeing the cool sketch cards you broke in Star Wars Masterwork, do you think sketch cards slash original art from Star Wars, Marvel, etc. becomes more popular? The So I actually got some additional information that I was not even aware of when we recorded last episode, that the main thing that boosts the sketch cards is often the person who drew it. The so artist. the artists themselves. Did Walnut share this with you or somebody else? Uh, no, it was um, Nelson from oh. Car Shows. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, two people. Someone else reached out and said the same thing. But so that being the case, I do think that will happen so long as the sketch that is going into those is going to be like, like say the comics, if it's actual Marvel comics, or even if it was like a sketch inside of a Marvel cinematic universe product where they put a Marvel com comic artist rendering in there, I think that stuff is definitely going to do better. Like say for instance, the Stan Lee, like that Stan Lee uh, sketch card that's out there that I think there's a few of them. 
it's one of the most expensive sketch cards, I believe, out. That kind of stuff is very popular in non-sport products. And I read something recently that said that will continue to be a growth area in 2024 with products. And they didn't specify non-sport. So who knows? Maybe you start seeing it in even other products as well, but definitely non-sport stuff. Tedward Patrick, uh, he says, it's Tedward Patrick, which (laughs) is great because now we know that twice. Your favorite name in the group. Jesse, when wasting time, can you be can be so much fun. Is time then truly wasted? That's a solid question. Uh, Perhaps because of opportunity costs, feel free to explain the concept to Mike, JK, boring, on to the nonsense topic. I want to give- I hate this guy. I I didn't vet all of this before I uh, started reading. No. But actually, you know what? I'm very happy I did. He ends with, I want to give Jesse a public shout out for helping a great cause a couple of months ago. So- What was the great cause? Don't oh I gave to uh, he had something I think with his kid or school I can't remember but anyways I helped out I I bought I think I bought a bunch of pencils or something for his class so great <laughs> next question uh, you may hate you this, as in like sports cards nonsense no, did this or just you just me that's funny anytime I donate and sponsor one of these stupid t ball teams <laughs> sports cards nonsense always. <laughs> Well, this was Jesse just, just donating from. So is me. You think I'm using your money to do that? This wasn't even like a thing. This was just a simple thing on, on online. I he left an Amazon link, and I was like, "Oh, pencils. You know what? Let's let's send him some pencils. Useless item, anyways. Pencil. Just use a freaking pen. You know what? Actually, no. it was from Sports Cards Nonsense. There yeah, you go. Doubtful. There you go. Nope. I don't want any credit for that. Nonsense. Actually, I did put SCN in the comment, but it doesn't really matter. No one. SCN sees it. host Jesse. <laughs> Uh, it tall, is from Sports Cards Nonsense, but not from Mike. He said he doesn't Good. want any I've part of it. I never contribute so. to that. You hate kids. I like my kid. Actually, that's not true. You love kids, at least yours. Man, that laughing video, him laughing. Little tease now. I giggling. can watch that over and over. Yep. He had his first cold as well. He officially has made the trip to Gatlinburg that much better that he can laugh on that trip. That's going to be my sole goal the whole time. Great. Then he looks at that face ears with that facial hair and all laughs are over. No. He's a scary this. guy. Dad, isn't this the type of guy you warned me about? Yes. He, why would he say that? He's he a talker. He doesn't say that, though. I'm interested to see how he does sleeping somewhere else. Well, well, that's he's your problem, great sleeper, not mine. But trust me, it's going to be everybody. <laughs> you don't sleep, that's going to be everybody's problem, pal. problem. Yeah, I, wouldn't, I would not be too worried about that. Um, we will be back definitely Is next that week. That's our show, people. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back next week. Um, Probably oh, Tuesday. Definitely Thursday. We haven't talked about this uh, in a little bit since, the I think, the end of the year. They were making a big push. But Zion Cases is doing continued push. Um, they have discount code nonsense along with Columbia Hobby. A lot of the people that we sponsor or, or sponsor us. But Zion Cases specifically, I just gave one away as a freebie in um, one of the, the lives I was doing or one of the breaks I was doing. If you guys are interested at all, go check them out. Get your code. There you go. I wear the backpack because it has the case in it. I look forward to wearing Every... a backpack. The The problem with me and the backpack is I wanted it. I'm glad I have it now. It looks like a toddler's but when I put it on for your life. You know, like when a little kid wears like those little tiny backpacks? That's what it looks like for me with a normal size backpack. You with a backpack is literally like CO. If I was like, all right, you're going to hang on his back now. Yeah. And if you fall, you die. 
And he's just like, I don't know what to do just here. You can't see me. My fingers are just bleeding, but I'm scraping to get to, to stay on here. Yeah. And he's giggling the whole time, though. Accurate statement. Not wrong at all. There you have it. Uh, Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll be back next week. Look forward to seeing you there, Mike. Goodbye. I forgot. We're recording this right after we hit stop record. Donkey of the week. Oh, yes, please. This guy named Alan in the Facebook group. Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly. Josh Allen equals Jim Kelly. Good players, but dot, dot, dot. Just to address this briefly, Jimothy Kelly revolutionized the two-minute offense, revolutionized calling your own plays in a shotgun setting, and went to four straight Super Bowls and is a Hall of Famer. Had he won one of those Super Bowls, Norwood makes the kick, anything else happens. He goes down as a top 10 QB of all time, which he probably is still in the argument for the back end of that. Josh Allen has done nothing. So Allen, I don't know if you listen in the Facebook group or not, is a donkey take. E-ah, e freaking ah.